Now, part two of a two-part message. The full message is available online at harvestchapeltrico.com. Now, let's listen in to part two. Matthew 21. And we have the fulfillment beginning of the Passover festival. It couldn't be any other day. This had to happen on the 10th of Nisan because Jesus is the fulfillment of the prophecy of the Passover festival. It always looked. That's why they remembered. That's why they celebrated. It was a promise that God was going to, the same way he delivered them out of Egypt, he was going to deliver them from the sin nature, that the Messiah would come. They looked forward by faith. Now, verse 21.1. Now, when they drew near Jerusalem, teaching peace, and came to Bethpage, what does that mean? Figs or something? Boy, I'm in the wrong place. Doesn't matter. We're not going to really talk about it. To Bethpage at the Mount of Olives. wonder what they had on the Mount of Olives. You think it was olives? Olive oil. Do I even have it? Yes, found it. Beth page means fig house, house of unripe figs. At the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples. Listen, I'm going to stop there. Don't be a lone wolf McQuaid. Don't be by yourself. Don't think I'm okay. I'm out here by myself. Jesus, the Christ, God in the flesh, sent them out in two so that they would have accountability. The devil wants to isolate you and then decimate you and destroy you. We don't teach that much in the churches anymore. Saying to them, go. That's what he said does into the village opposite you. I believe it's Bethany. And immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Only Matthew mentions both of them. It doesn't make the other uh, evangelist or um, writers of the gospels wrong. They just focus on the colt because it's Zechariah 9, 9. The prophecy that it would happen. Uh, You'll find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. Really speaking of that when he sends us and tells us to go, that we have his authority when we say the word of God. When we say what Jesus has said, we have authority. We go in his authority. We go in his power, but we go to speak what he has instructed and what he said, not what we want to make up. We go to speak the word of God to others, and then he takes care of it according to his will. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. Tell the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you, lowly, sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. Now, of course, that's Zechariah 9.9. 500 years earlier, it was written, I'm not going there for the sake of time. I'm moving forward quickly. A lot of context today. But this is triumphal entry. This is what's going on. And you say, triumph? He came triumphantly, but they killed him. That was the purpose he came for. 
to fulfill the will of God as the Lamb of God. When you fulfill what God has called you for, then you're running in triumph. You're walking in triumph. You're building endurance and triumph of God. And you're walking and standing in His victory. And you become part of that parade where he's triumphed over his enemies and he leads us in triumph. And they have to look at the spoils and see you. In the presence of your enemy, he prepares the table. And they have to see you and they can't do nothing to you unless you let them lie to you or make you afraid, which is what they love to do. Fear. He's coming back on a white horse. Right now he's entering in humbly and giving his life for the sins of the world. And this is what they traditionally call Palm Sunday, 10th and Nisan. What happens, Greg? Look at verse 6. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. Listen to me. It's six on purpose. The number of men is six. We would do well if we've chosen the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world without blemish or spot to go and do all that He has commanded us. Listen to me. That's, all, that's what we're called to do as men, as women, as the people of God, is to obey all that He's commanded us. Find out what He's saying. Find out what He's doing. Find out your gifts and talents and abilities. Be in the word, prayer, and fellowship and be involved in the reconciliation of souls because all authority has been given to Him. And he sends us with that word of reconciliations as ambassadors. Seven. Here they are. They're being sanctified. They brought the donkey and the colt, laid their clothes on them, and set him on them. They took off their clothes, and they put on Christ. Listen, that's what we're supposed to be doing. It's what he would have said in Colossians 3 if I'd have kept going. Take off the old man and put on the new man. They took off what they were clothed in. It's really their outer garment. And then they set him on them, on the colt. And a very great multitude, there's a crowd there, spread their clothes on the road. There's others watching. There's others taking off their clothes. But are they lifting up Jesus? You know, they had to lift him up to set him on that donkey. They had to lift him up to set him up there. Are you lifting him up or lifting up your heel against him? They spread him on the way, the road, and it becomes a witness. We're going to get to that in John chapter 11 with Lazarus taking off his grave clothes. Others cut down branches. This is palm branches. It's why we started calling it Palm Sunday. To me, it's one of the least things that's going on here. Why do we call it Palm Sunday? To hide the tent in the sun. To hide what's really going on. To hide the truth of the context. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out saying... Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Now this is uh, translated from the Septuagint, so we don't get it perfectly. But if you go back, and I would like for you to do that with me, he's quoting Psalms 118, 26. I want you to turn there, middle of your Bible. Psalms 118, 
25 we will begin with. Just lost my place, sorry. Bible sword drills. It gets good to learn where you're going in your Bible. What are you doing? What are you finding? Where are we at? 118, 24. Now, I, I could give you more because this is going to go on during the week of questioning, 22 and 23. They reject the stone, the chief cornerstone. But what's 24, though? 118, 24 says, This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, we say that a lot of times because of today. But it's speaking of the day of salvation. It's speaking of the day of the tenth and the sun. It's speaking of the day that he comes in triumphantly to fulfill his purpose as the Lamb of God. And then what does it say? Hosanna, Hosanna. It says save now. That's what Hosanna means. Listen to me. Hosanna means save now. All the crowd are yelling, save now. They're choosing him as the Messiah. They're choosing him as the Lamb of God. While the other priests, you know what they're doing? They're killing all of the, the lambs. They're getting them ready. Well, they're not, they're, they're not killing them yet till the 14th. They're getting them ready. They're choosing them, and they're bringing them into the temple area. And people are coming from all around, millions of people, and they're bringing their lambs, and they're in the temple, and they're exchanging their lambs because the men are lying to them and going, your lamb is not good enough. You have to buy one of our lambs. That's why we're going to see the first thing that Jesus does when he gets into the city. He goes into the temple. He makes a whip and he scourges and he chases them out. He turns over the tables. Righteous anger and zeal has eaten him up for his father's house. And he chases them out because the people are in there lying and cheating and deceiving the people that he came to save. But really, this is the verse that's being quoted here. Um, Psalms 118, 26. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. You want prosperity? Choose the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, that your soul would prosper. Choose the Word of God. What does Joshua say in Joshua 1, 8? This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall... Uh, uh, Observe to do according to, or excuse me, meditate in it day and night and observe to do according to all that is written in it. And then you shall be prosperous and then you shall be of good success. Prosperity and success is in the eye of God. And he wants us to be involved in the ministry of reconciliation of souls. Save now, I pray, O Lord. They're, claim, they're, they're choosing the Messiah in Matthew 21, on the 10th and the sun, they're choosing him as the lamb that's coming to die. But they don't know he's going to die. Listen, they're choosing him at this moment, the common people. But by the end of the week, on the 24th, the, the Jewish leaders lie to him and stir him up. And they yell, crucify him. Why? Because he didn't save now. They didn't understand that first he had to die. And then you believe in him. And so they said, he didn't do what I wanted. I'm mad now. He didn't do what I wanted him to do. They had been falsely taught, and they still believe in, they still believe in Jewish culture that he only comes once. But the scriptures clearly teach that he comes as a lamb for slaughter. He comes first 
and he has to die. Look, it actually says it there. Uh, it's 26. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. 27. God is the Lord. He has given us light. Light of the world, remember? Then what does it say to do to the light of the world? Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horn of the altar. You are my God, I will praise you. You are my God, I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. It's new every morning. Listen, it, the Bible is clear that he was going to be a sacrifice. The Passover festival itself that they were celebrating told them that he was going to be a sacrifice. And what did they do? They didn't get it. And they led the people to rebel against him and say, crucify him, crucify him. One, four days later, the 14th in the sun. Back in our text. Hosanna, verse 9b, uh, Hosanna, the son of David. Now, son of David is a messianic term. They knew that Jesus come from the loins. Of, they knew that the Messiah come from the loins of David. God had made a promise um, in 1 Samuel to David. Blessed is he who comes in the name, according to the character, the nature, the will of the Lord. Because this is what he was born for, to be the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Hosanna in the highest. And when he had come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? How do you answer that? Who is this? Who is this God who would come and take flesh and would allow his own creation to crucify him, knowing, if you remember when he institutes communion, he says he gives thanks for it, knowing that he's getting ready to go out of the upper room. I can't wait to get to chapter 13 of John. Out of the upper room, he's going to go through lower Jerusalem, chapter 14, across the brook Kadron, 15, into the Garden of Gethsemane where he's going to be met with a detachment of troops, Judas leading them. Judas bought and paid for by the governing authorities, the heads, the priest, those that hate him, the enemies of the cross. He's going to be betrayed with a kiss. Because they couldn't recognize him. There was no comeliness about him. It was his words that changed people's life. Listen to me. They would need nobody to sell him out. They needed nobody to point him out in the garden if they knew who he was. He could blend into the crowd. There was no comeliness. There's nothing when you look at him. He was just like everybody else. But it was his words. It was his words that give life. It's his words that the devil wants to kill. It's his word that's his authority and his nature and his character. It's his word that will live forever. And heaven and earth will pass away, but my word 
will not pass away. Not one jot or tittle. It's living. It's powerful. It's alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to divide the bone and the marrow and the soul and the spirit. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. How we're living, where we're going, who we're choosing, why we make the decisions we make. It will lead us to bear fruit. It will lead us in triumph if we put it first and give it its place. It will complete the work it started until the day of Christ Jesus. It will sanctify and cleanse us. In John 17, Jesus says, Sanctify them with truth. Your word is truth. That's how we're set apart to do thy will, O God. Who do you say he is? Who is this that would cause such a stir in all nations? In the whole world, in all places, they hate Jesus. And they want to kill his word. They want to destroy what he has said because he has spoken life to us. And if they hated him, they'll hate us. But they hate us because of who he is in us and through us. Who do you say he is? Who is this? So the multitude said, this is Jesus. The prophet from Nazareth of Galilee. The heathen circle. And people just can't take a prophet, a Messiah, that comes from such lowly places. Give them a hero from Hollywood. Give them a sports hero. Give them some pope. Give them somebody that looks like they're somebody. But what about lowly, humble, obeying a father, riding a donkey, laying down his life, allowing him to beat him? You know that that they're going to arrest him. They're going to spit on him. They're going to mock him. They're going to take him uh, to Caiaphas and then, and then to Annas. Then they're going to take him and deliver him over to Pilate and ask Herod. And then they're, then they're going to put him up on a, on a block and they're going to yell, crucify him. And they're going to choose Barabbas, the son of the father of hell, the father of lies that they know for a fact is a murderer. They know he's a murderer. Listen to me, church. Listen to me, you who say you know Jesus. Listen, if we have the spirit of God, we know every man is a murderer. Every man is born with a sin nature, just like ours. Every man, every man, except for the God man. So don't listen to man. Be led by the Spirit of God into the Word of God for the glory of God. And if other men are following that pattern, follow them. Be a part of them. Put your gifts in with them. Be a part of that. But flee from anything else. He's a thief and a robber. And that's what's coming to steal and kill and destroy really soon. Those who do not want to learn the word of God and be led by the spirit of God. Don't wait. Don't act like I can do it tomorrow. Aim at it today. Cry out today. He's a prophet from Nazareth. Nothing there except an army. In the heathen circle, 
He's going to take our punishment. 39 lashes. How many times? Why 39? Why does the Old Testament have 39? Why did Josiah die at 39? Because 40 is the judgment. He doesn't want you to get to 40. He takes it for you. They wouldn't give anybody more than 39 lashes because they didn't want them to die at the 40th lash. So just like the festival, chapter 21 continues. He goes in and cleanses the temple. Your title might say again in 12 through um, 17. Then he goes back out to Bethany. Um, And then he's speaking with his disciples. Then he's going to be questioned. There's going to be a week of questioning. Uh, He does some parables. It's not in here. The religious leaders come to him questioning him they're trying to find out tell us plainly if you're the messiah but there's a whole week four days 10th and the sun to the 14th and sun remember their day started at six at night and ended at six and or uh, six at the next night twilight Chapter 26, 26, 1, we're told that uh, it came to pass. Don't you just love it that everything that's in the Word of God is going to come to pass? Well, what's next, Greg? Read the Word of God. Study the Word of God. Cry out to Him now. Just be in Him. If you can't learn the Word of God in time, know that you're right with Him today. Ask Him to forgive you today. Confess your sins today. Ask the Holy Spirit to wash and cleanse you today. One prayer is all it takes. Today is the day for salvation. Salvation is a continuing thing. He tells them in 26 1, there's two days to the Passover, and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified. And then we're told that they were plotting, even as he is speaking about it. He knew exactly what was going on. He knows exactly what's going on right now on planet Earth. Everything. Nothing is out of his sight. Listen to me. He knows they're plotting, they're planning. We don't. We sit around and we pass articles back and forth and we talk about things and we talk about men and we should be lifting up Jesus. These men are nothing. If they don't get saved, they're going to burn in hell that's trying to take over our planet. But what are they doing? They're trying to destroy God's creation. The creation that Christ came and died and, yea, rose again on the third day to save. They're trying to change their DNA with mRNA. They're trying to destroy the man, male and female that God created them. They're trying to completely destroy what God has done in creation and have their own little utopia without God. No God, they would say. It's really interesting to me, though, that that day came on April Fool's Day this year. I don't know what it means. God does. I'm not worried about it. He's outside of time. But are we worried about souls?
They're going to crucify him. He's going to go to the upper room, celebrate the final Passover. He's going to break bread, give it to Judas. Judas is going to go out. He's going to say to Judas, what you do, do quickly. He's going to go out and it's going to be dark in his life forever. He's going to betray the Lord and Savior. I think we'll pick up on it next week. Listen, today is triumphal entry. Next week is Resurrection Sunday. Don't be afraid to change what we've always said to repent and turn and stop saying Palm Sunday. Stop saying Easter. I'm not saying you have to. You're not going to hell for saying words. We're going to hell if we go to hell for denying God, for saying no to God, for not believing God, for not following God. We're saved by grace. God's already given us this great salvation. Why don't we enjoy it? Why don't we walk in it? Why don't we tell others about it? Why don't we rest in the finished work that the blood of Jesus has given us? All the riches of the heavenlies. Don't hide the evidence. Don't hide the evidence. You hear me? Don't hide the evidence that Jesus got up and we have a recovery of spiritual truth. And that because of that recovery in the spirit in you, now we're going to get up. And we're going to proclaim the light of the world to others. Not just today, but every day. Because of the ministry of reconciliation of souls. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that you wrote it down as examples for us to learn from. Thank you for giving us your spirit to have eyes to see it, to glean it, to hand it out to others, to digest it, to go out with boldness and to share it. Thank you for your son Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Pour out your spirit upon us, Lord. Give us a desire to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all that I commanded you. And lo, you are with us always, even to the end of the age. Thank you for such great, precious, and true promises. Even so, we pray, come quickly, Lord Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. The Lord bless you. And that concludes today's message on Who Am I? with Pastor Greg Tyra of Harvest Chapel in Williamsport, Indiana. If you're in the area, we would love to have you as our guest. Harvest Chapel is located at 418 Old State Road 28, Williamsport, Indiana 47993. We meet for worship on Sundays at 10 a.m. Our prayer meetings meet Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Our Bible study meets on Friday at 7 p.m. Today's and previous messages are available on CD. 
If you would like a copy, please call 765-404-7203. We look forward to seeing you again next time on Who Am I? Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? Because I am